0: Welcome back to Glitter Budget with your hosts Anjanette. And Jess. And we are continuing our Buffy series. <laughs> oh, we'll the progress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're on season four. I don't know if you guys are gonna be able to handle us getting excited for the other
1: seasons. Because It's just season.
0: gonna get worse. It's gonna I feel like we've gotten like a little bit more excessive with every season.
1: As you should, though. Well, th-
0: yeah, this is true. Like, we uh, we started off a little rocky with the first season. Kind of got a little ahead of ourselves in the second season. Caught our stride in the third. I feel like this season,
1: it's anyone's guess. <laughs> I like how you were, like, amping it up like it was going to be this positive thing. And then you were like, eh, really? Who the fuck knows? No one does. No one knows. <laughs> it could... It can go either way, quite honestly. Uh, that's a fair assessment. That's the most honest thing I've heard all week.
0: <laughs> so, you're welcome for that. Yeah. But, season four. So, in the last episode, we talked about how Buffy and Friends ended their high school career. And that yep. they were moving on to college. So, we learned that Buffy was going to go to UC Sunnydale. And... Willow was going to, going to be joining her. Mm-hmm. Oz, Oz was yeah. going to be joining her as well. Xander ended up doing like a cross-country trip in between. So he is not decided on a college. So he's just kind of like in ambiguity, which is fine. We all kind of... like Some of us do take
1: we need some time a year off. off we need to figure out
0: and find I ourselves. I took a year off between high school and college. I'm
1: glad I didn't. Yeah, or else you wouldn't have gone. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It was hard going, but I had, I, the reason it was easier for me was because I was at that cusp when I was born um, where I could either be the oldest in my grade or I could be the youngest in my grade. Okay, yeah. So I ended up being the youngest in my grade. And so when I took a year off, I ended up kind of being like the oldest when i went finally and um i didn't use it to my advantage or anything i just worked did not save up money um and then went to school and then that was that yeah. but had a good time i i kind of i don't like to think about what would have happened had i gone like right after it, college right yeah because then it definitely would have been like an unknown for me. At least like when I went, I had one person that I knew at least. There you go. And then um, we ended up like parting ways later. But it served its purpose at the time. It did. Mm-hmm. So that's what Xander did. So he took time off between high school and he never actually goes to college. But you learn that later. Yeah. Um, Faith is still in a coma. Faith is still in a coma, yes. Um, so at this point we have Willow and Oz are together. Yes. Um, Cordelia goes she moves to LA. Yep. And then she ends up being uh as a part of the Angel series. Yeah. So
1: Angel and Cordelia are now in their own spin off show in LA.
0: Yes. So and I think like I think I might have mentioned before I know I've mentioned it to you before. I don't You've know if I mentioned it on th- I think so. The episode that like Angel, I find him better in his own show than I do in
1: Buffy. Significantly, like I hate Angel and Buffy, hate him a lot. So I've never actually watched like the full from the pilot episode to finish of the series Angel, and but I have recently, and I I do like it significantly better. It's actually very good. So yeah, so check Angel it out. Angel,
0: yeah, Angel on his own is better. Definitely worth checking out. Oh
1: yeah. Um, if Joyce is doing Joyce stuff.
0: Yes. Yes. I think she kind of gets like a somewhat bigger role.
1: Yeah. Well, I think she's a little bit more involved because she knows exactly what's going on now. Yeah. And um, Giles is library list.
0: Yeah. So Giles kind of has, and this is like uh, the season where he is kind of like trying to figure out what the hell to do with himself because... Cute. He, like, as Buffy's watcher, he kind of always felt like a little bit, you know, like a fish out of water because she was not your typical slayer. Like, she didn't follow the rules like Mm -hmm. any other kind of slayer. She didn't do what she was supposed to. She didn't study like she was supposed to, all that kind of stuff. She kind of, like... Would do, like, a lot of flying by the seat of her pants kind of thing with the help of family and friends and whatnot. And Giles took on a more hands-on role as Watcher, I would think, than any other Watcher. Yeah. Rather than just kind of, like, all right, so I'm going to train you and all that kind of stuff, but you're going to go off and do whatever. Yeah. So he took a more hands-on approach, but now that he didn't have, you know, a high school librarian to fall back on, he's definitely, like, fuck do I do now because didn't plan for this.
1: Yeah, like Buffy's more, she's more independent now. She, she kind of, she at first acts like she doesn't really need him. Yeah. So he's trying to figure out he's not really technically a part of the council anymore, right? No. Yeah, no, he's so not. he has no council, no library, no high <laughs> school. Kind of no slayer. Um, yeah. Like
0: she doesn't need him as much. She's more independent. So there was one character that I really wish that they brought back more. Olivia. She is Giles' lover. Yeah. And they have her in a couple episodes in season four. And I really do. She was cool. She was cool. Like she was. uh, She kind of showed like a different side to Giles than what you saw before. And Buffy's kind of like. "Oh, You have sex? (laughs) You're a person with feelings? Ugh but you're so old, <laughs> you know, like it's, she's the typical teenager coming out of,
1: like coming into adulthood kind of response. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, when you view somebody as like, you know, your mentor slash father figure, that's not a sexual being to you, you know, not
0: even remotely. Yeah.
1: So and it's, then we have Anya,
0: Anya, like she kind of is also trying to. Find her footing because she's no longer a vengeance demon. So she's like, "What do I do?" She kind of clings to Xander. He's safe. Bit. Yes, and so she's trying to learn how to be human again, which is fine. After eleven like, hundred years, it's been quite a while. Yeah, you know, you might forget some things,
1: like you know, how to talk to people. <laughs> yes,
0: how not to be blunt.
1: That's why tact. I love it. This honestly this is why I love Anya, though.
0: Yes, <laughs> but, like I like the fact that tact is not her thing. No, it's amazing. No, but yeah. So Anya is a bigger character. She's not. She's not a regular yet, but she's a bigger
1: character. I think she's not a regular yet. She, I think, later in the season. Yeah, I think she, they kind of like slowly just kind of drop her in there. Yes, but she. So she. Becomes a bigger character.
0: I love her. Um, Spike is back. He's back, baby. Back, baby. So what ends up happening to him... Um, <sighs> He's neutered. No. So <laughs> not yet. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but now that Angel has his own series, and Buffy has her series, obviously, they're is a lot of potential for crossover episodes. So Which is amazing. What I would do if you were to watch these two shows is I would watch them how they were aired originally. So um watch Buffy the Angel, Buffy the Angel, Buffy the Angel.
1: Yeah. I think it was Buffy first and then Angel when it when it actually yes. came to air. Yeah, me. no that would make it with if it was the other way around it would make no sense with yeah. the episode of Angel I just watched recently. Yeah, so yeah, so definitely.
0: There's an episode where Spike comes back and he is now with Harmony. Harmony has been turned into a vampire. Yeah, so that, is, that is
1: one character I fucking hate. What? Fucking hate Harmony. I She's annoying as shit. She's fucking her. dumb. Love her. Dumb.
0: She's so funny. She's love her. Dumb. She is a precious angel. What? She's
1: because she tries so
0: hard, but she cannot grasp so many things. It's just funny to me.
1: I like. I, I was actually very disappointed and sad that Spike went from Drusilla, who also left Spike again for a fungus demon this time. We talked about
0: that last time, though. That's why, um, lovers walk. That's why. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did I think? But she left him twice. Well, she she
0: did leave him a couple times. She left him for my, for Angel and then yeah. left him for a Chaos Demon that was in the previous season. But now, like, she left him for good, good for good, good. yeah. Because but
1: uh, but uh, she left him again. Yeah, and so and Harmony is what he fucking bounced back with. Like, come
0: on. No, is there's no rule book written anywhere that says that your rebound has to be better than the person you just left. That's but why could have a done rebound. better. Okay, but like... Harmony? She was in the general vicinity of Sunnydale. <sighs> he had an ulterior motive. Easy prey. Let's be honest.
1: No. Yeah. No, I don't accept this. Anyway. So
0: there is like,
1: did you just, did you just, what did I just, what did you just like, did you just stop and Did you just move it on? <laughs> like, yes. fuck you. You're wrong. We're moving on. And I'm going to do this in a very passive way and no. hope she doesn't notice. Uh, nope. <laughs> I did not. Wow. 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 <laughs> No. Okay.
0: Not what I did. Okay. Not what I did. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> now who's being a bitter Betty? A Petty Patty. Huh? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Anyway, the point of my story was that Spike is back in the area. Yeah. Is now with Harmony, yeah. or rather, Harmony is with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's just kind of a whole. That's fair. Yeah. It gets weird, though, between them two. You know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. It gets weird. But she
0: is, for him, just a whole. For her, she thinks that he genuinely cares about yeah. her, and that's sad. It is because he does use her. It's pretty bad in a lot of ways, but we'll get to that later.
1: Hmm. All right, so let's back up to first episode. First episode, because it's you know they're both they're all leaving high school where they've been very comfortable. They kind of know everybody. They know the cliques. There's you a know the routine. The routine. They're top dog, right? Like Buffy is, was named. Class protector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she fucking struggles <laughs> in college, yes.
0: bad. Like she has no idea where to put herself. She has no idea mm. what, uh, like extracurricular, what club to be in, what kind of, what group she wants to be a part of. She ends up being, um, <laughs> like she's trying to find her footing the entire episode. Yeah, and it. Seems to her that everyone else is getting along really well. Like Oz, he's that kind of person that can just get along with everyone. Oh and yeah. He was already in a band, so like he kind of had that angle as well. And Willow,
1: because she was with him. Well, Willow, too, is just so book smart. She loves to learn. So it doesn't. For her, it was just like the mecca of just. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah.
0: So she adjusts very well and Buffy is like struggling like she has she had no idea what classes to take or anything and she ends up getting um there is a little group of vampires that kind of finds people that aren't adjusting well that don't seem to have family, friends, or whatever to kind of like lean back. No one to miss them. Yeah. Essentially. And they kind of kill them.
1: (laughs) They kill them, but they pack up the room, leave a note, you know, as if they they just couldn't hack the college life and they just move back home.
0: Yeah. And
1: or kill themselves. Right.
0: So... There was one guy that Buffy was kind of clicking with and it was a guy that ended up being a victim to this vampire group. And she was like, well, it's weird. Like he gave no indication that he was going to give up and just leave or give up and kill himself or anything like that. So like that's weird. So she starts investigating it and then she falls victim to this group
1: as well. And that's when people start catching on, like, hey. Yeah. The fuck? But it was, like, a very, like, I feel like typically, like, you know, even the season before that, like, it would have been a group that she would have easily been able to take care of. Mm -hmm. And she gets her ass handed to her.
0: Yeah, because she's already feeling, like, down on herself. She already feels like she's alone. Which I guess kind of shows that, like, in a way, Buffy does kind of depend a lot on her family and friends to help her. Yeah. Not only, like, they might not physically need to help her, but she needs to feel like they are emotionally and psychologically, sometimes physically supporting her. Yeah. But more so emotionally than anything else. And so she definitely feels alone. And I think that's why this piddly little group seemed to get the best of her. But at the end of the episode.
1: All is well. But they. Stella gets her groove back. They break her umbrella, though.
0: They do, and she was very pissed at that.
1: I was very sad about that. That mm-hmm. girl was a cunt.
0: She was a cunt, and she did not have style,
1: but No. It was very in line with the style of the time. <laughs> do- yeah. I rewatching this and Angel, I'm like, oh I made so many of those mistakes. <laughs> yeah. 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 But We're also introduced to Riley.
0: Riley, And the initiative.
1: I personally, I I hate him and I hate the initiative. I hate it. I hate it. I think the initiative is dumb. Yes, thank you. So. I understand the angle and like the viewpoint they were trying to take with it. Like I get it. Uh Uh-huh. I fucking dumb hate it. Tis. So the initiative
0: is like. Kind of like a Men in Black situation.
1: It's what the the military does when they get a hold of some shit like this.
0: Yes. So that's it's it's a military branch that focuses on demons and supernatural forces and all that kind of shit. But they do experiments and they try to neutralize threats and all that kind of stuff. So what they do is that they'll capture demons, vampires, whatever, and they neutralize them. And Spike ends up falling victim. Poor Spike, because he comes back into town looking for what's called the Gem of Mara. Yeah. And this is the first crossover crossover episode between Buffy and Angel. So it's in Sunnydale. This Gem of Mar- Mara, it's a ring that renders a vampire immortal. So he can go out in the sun, so
1: he can go out in the sun. He can get staked, he can all that kind of stuff. He won't die. That was like alright so when they're looking for it of course it's him and Harmony and it's just like you know this treasure trove of like jewels and stuff like that so what he thinks it's it isn't they're like basically just trying to figure out which ring or which piece of jewelry it is mm-hmm. so she fucking finds it not knowing that she has it on and he's yeah. just like can't do it anymore and goes the staker she has the ring on and She's like, Hey but I'm like bitch he tried to kill he didn't know you had that on Yeah. Like, he wanted you dead. Yeah. But to be fair.
0: Harmony is annoying. Oh, yeah. That's why he tried to kill her. (laughs) So, yeah. So, he takes what he wants from Harmony. Leaves. This is one of the many times where she's like, I'm done with Spike. Mm. Can't do it anymore. And, you know. But he goes and he tries to taunting Buffy blah 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 he ends up eventually losing the gem of Mara she sends it to Angel thinking that he can use it like so Oz takes it to Angel Angel and his team were like dude like you should totally fucking like use this all the time it's gonna be great
1: you could have a relationship with Buffy yeah well I mean not really but yeah Spike follows the gem there there's a whole big hullabaloo there um, Angel ends up destroying it. Like After he did that, like there's so many episodes in Angel where I was like, "Would have been nice to have that ring right about now, wouldn't it?" Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. There's. <laughs> He's so stupid, but whatever. <laughs> so. Spike goes back. To Sunnydale, and it's like, you fucking bitch, I'm gonna get you. And then he ends up getting trapped by the initiative. He gets a chip implanted into his brain that makes it so that he can't attack humans. Anytime he tries to attack them, his brain gets zapped with electricity.
1: Like I said, he's been neutered. He has. Kind of sad.
0: And he makes a lot of... They make a lot of jokes about that. <laughs> yeah, and... But with Buffy moving in to the dorms, they kind of introduce a little bit of what dorm life can be like, adjusting to living with someone else. Yeah. And she ends up getting, uh, coming, like, she's not having a great time with her
1: new roommate, Kathy. I mean, I would have fucking killed Kathy, to be honest with you. Like, yeah,
0: she is a very, very anal retentive OCD person like she writes her name on everything in the fridge each individual egg the milk carton, everything that's in there, she irons her jeans um just doing all this kind of stuff that Buffy is like not cool with no, constantly listening to share. do you believe oh god, no (sighs) fuck and yeah so she just adjusting to college dorm life
1: turns out that Kathy is a demon it, <laughs> and was, a, it was a demon that kind of she was like a runaway kind of right she just wanted yeah. to like
0: she wanted to be normal yeah and her family was like the fuck you can't this like you're a princess in this realm like
1: you can't do that yeah but I thought it was funny how she was like trying to convince everyone and Willow's like Giles be a real bitch like crazy like crazy crazy bitch or like hormonal like yeah like homicidal <laughs> she's collecting her toenail clippings yes <laughs>
0: so Buffy's trying to I'm
1: trying to prove to everybody that yeah. she's a demon and everyone's
0: like no like, she's just crazy you know it's not not everything in life is, som- is like a demon that you have to fight yeah it's just sometimes you are going to come across people that you don't jive with and that's just a fact of life
1: well, turns out she was right.
0: Yeah. And they were like, Oh no, no.
1: But that led her to have an opening for a new
0: roommate. And Willow moves in because Willow is in
1: like a party dorm. <laughs> yeah. So it's just two complete polar opposite situations for both of them. Yeah. Like
0: But yeah. So that was that was funny. So now they're living together. I
1: remember just, I remember watching that going, like, this is why I didn't stay in a dorm. I never experienced the dorm life. And I can only. It would have gone so poorly for so many different reasons. I don't think you would have done well. No. Mm -mm.
0: Luckily, my roommates. um, They were cool. There was. I cannot listen to the Counting Crows song. Mr. Jones and me. Without thinking of my college roommate. Because that was her alarm. Tone. Oh, God. And she was not one to wake up when her alarm went off. So I would
1: hear that song over and over and over again every morning. So that was great. Yeah, no. Can't do it no, Couldn't do it. I, uh, yeah, I commuted. I commuted both colleges that I went to because I live close enough. Mm-hmm. And I just, re- I just blatantly refused. Blatantly refused to do the dorm life.
0: I think it's definitely something that you can miss. Like, in a way, I think it's a good way to try to adjust to living with someone else. But living with a roommate and living with a romantic partner, they're they're very different things. And I think that living with a roommate is is something that you can live without. Yeah. Because, um. There, I think there are some boundaries that I don't think that you can cross when it comes to living with a roommate. And definitely some things that you can address better when it comes to living with a romantic partner. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's more understandable if you were to kill a romantic partner.
1: I feel like both are equally as understandable. Yeah. Personally, I don't know. I just, I don't cohabitate with people well.
0: Yes, like, you and I are very different people. Yeah. So we would definitely need different sides of the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you need one wing of
1: the house, I get the other. Yeah, I mean, but, it's, you know, the house is large enough. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. No, but. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: we're starting to realize, like... They're starting to show different parts, different realities of... This lamp is
1: driving me nuts. I'm sorry.
0: Sorry. I'm over here. I'm over here. Normally, I'm sitting more forward, but I was lounging like you
1: today. I'm sorry. And now I'm like, can't both lounge.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so adjusting to college life for Buffy, there is one professor that she gets along with. That's Professor Walsh. She is the psychology professor. Uh, it turns out that she is also the leader of the initiative.
1: Yes, and They're her th- student teacher, Riley, is like can just up her ass in the classroom and as the boy in the initiative. Yes, so he is teacher's pet. He's a
0: grunt and he in the initiative and he is the teacher's pet Slash TA, um, also ends up being Buffy's love interest,
1: yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about that, I know. To be fair, you're not
0: gonna want to hear this, but thus far, and this is after okay, okay, before we get into Riley, we should get into Parker.
1: Uh, listen.
0: Yeah? I. Let's hear your comment.
1: Didn't... I was neutral. With Parker? Yeah. He wasn't, like... This was the first time Buffy learned that you can fuck, and that's it. She wasn't ready for that lesson. She was not. To be
0: fair, though, Parker wasn't completely explicit with what he wanted beforehand.
1: Fair, yeah, that's true.
0: It was after the fact that he was just like, I just thought this was physical and nothing more. And then that's when she was like oh well all the shit that you did beforehand was not indicative of just that yeah and like it is a lesson that a lot of people learn in college to be fair but i think that definitely being more explicit about the nature of the relationship beforehand before you get what you want out of the relationship is definitely important so that's why i think that parker was an asshole it's like you could like if this is what you wanted you could have easily said that yeah from the get-go and then it would have been a lot easier there because like if you don't it's just you want it's like you want someone's feelings to get hurt
1: yeah and he i just didn't really feel like they were too (laughs) i mean it's like yeah regardless yeah true like you just need to be honest of hey like i'm looking for a relationship or i'm just looking for a good time but i also didn't feel like they were interacting long enough for me personally for it to be like they were like you weren't dating no and it's it also kind of shows
0: how quickly someone can get attached though like you could be not interacting for that long and get attached fuck what so now i'm having the same
1: issue oh see ah limp dick microphone there we go it's
0: not just me with the limp dick
1: Happens to all of us, okay? It's a very common issue. <laughs> but yeah, know I I think it it does kind of show like how young and naive Buffy is, but also her unhealthy attachments. Like, just go from one relationship to the next like that fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she's definitely someone that needs to enjoy being single.
0: Yeah, um, instead of going from relationship to relationship. And that's a harsh lesson that a lot of people learn. And a lot of people learn in college. In college. She,
1: she had the true college experience in a lot of different ways. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Which she wanted. She wanted to not be a slayer and experience normal things. Well, sometimes they suck. Here you go. Yep.
0: So, um, there was that one kid in high school that she ended up getting with for like a very short period of time. And he thought that she was like super awesome cool. And he yeah. she was just like... I can't because Angel. But whatever. That was another story. So he's he's in the past. Um Parker happens. And then there are a couple like filler episodes. Beer Bad is one of them. I thought so it was hilarious. I love this episode. I think it's a really good, funny filler episode. Um and it shows like kind of like the uh the reality of frat houses and frat boys and how beer can make you stupid. Yep. And that's kind of like what this does. So, like, turns them turns into cavemen
1: basically, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it turns them into like, you know, Cro Magnon type people. So Xander ends up being a bartender. So he's trying to use it as like a way to interact with people, sort of kind of pick up chicks. And, um, Buffy and other upperclassmen, she's not an upperclassman, but they're upp- upperclassmen that go to this bar and end up buying beer. They end up buying beer for her. She's hanging out with them kind of like trying to commiserate, like get over Parker essentially. Yeah. And the beer ends up turning the people into cavemen. Yeah. I believe Cal Penn is in this episode too.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. It's just like, I don't know, they're just kind of like tool upperclassmen that just sit around and like, you know, talk politics and philosophize, like, f- just talk philosophy and stuff like that and just kind of act like they're better. Mm-hmm. So the guy who owns the bar was like, fucking over it, teach you a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not better than me because
0: I'm a bar owner and you're a fucking college student. So let's see who's going to have the the last laugh. Yeah. So, but yeah, everyone, everyone, all the guys drinking at the bar, Buffy included, end up kind of turning into cavemen. It's, I just think it's hilarious. Her, like, spinning around that fucking chair. Yeah. <laughs> With the crimped hair style. It was just, it was good. It was good. Good episode. Oh, crimpers. Yeah. <sighs> They're coming back in style. Really? Yeah. Crimping and waving your hair it's come it's back baby yes you're like
1: <laughs> oh i had my mom crimp my hair so many times as a kid
0: i didn't cuz i literally had no idea what was going on with anything ever
1: well i feel like your hair was already you already have a lot of body and waves to your hair so for us non-bodied just straight <laughs> bored haired people we need crimpers in our lives Mm. They are fun. They are. they are. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. um,
0: So we had mentioned before that Oz and Willow are a thing. We know yeah. that Oz is a werewolf. Yep. And there's a new werewolf on scene. It's a lady werewolf.
1: Her name is Faruka. And she's a cunt. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about this earlier. She is kind of a cunt, but not really. I think the whole issue with the storyline that I have uh-huh. is we all know that Oz eventually de- de- he leaves the show. Yes. Alright, so this season is his last season. Obviously he has Willow's love interest, which you know, plays a huge part in Willow's storyline, but that's kinda it. Like they don't really do anything else with this character, which is reasons why Seth Green left. Basically, yeah. right? Yeah, essentially, he wanted a bigger role. Yeah, and he should have uh, honestly, like, he should have had one. And him being a werewolf, like, they just locked him up in the library once a month. They had like the rotations, like they didn't do anything with yeah
0: his for, story for him being in the main credits. He didn't. His character did not have as much of an arc as it should have. He should have had. No. You know what I
1: mean? But I, but I feel like by introducing this cunt. Gave the opportunity mm-hmm. to build that story and some of the issues that like has never been addressed really of him being a werewolf mm-hmm. and what that means just for his daily, um, like so there could have been so like a lot more develop character development they could have like taken this into a better direction yeah and I feel like that's kind of where maybe what they were trying to do feel it out and they were like you know what just fuck it let's just scrap it yeah so like.
0: They kind of, they introduce this other werewolf as like, there's like an animal attraction between the two werewolves. And she has a very animalistic approach to being a werewolf. She's just like, like, why would you be caged? Like, you can just be free and like, do whatever you want. Like, there's no inhibitions. Like, she's very, that kind of person.
1: Yeah. where the alpha being like. Yeah. Yeah. And it
0: translates into. Um. Her sexy time. A, yeah. It also translates into her Sorry. as like a a person in general, you know. Yeah. Very free individual. I can do whatever the fuck I want, no consequences, that kind of thing. So
1: Oz and Farouk again. And all. I think this is the first time that he's came into contact with anybody else like him, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like he said, just that natural animal attraction. And I think a curiosity of just like, how do you manage this shit? Yeah. So it's like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This is what you do? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, cool. So
0: Willow finds them, has an issue. Oz uh, is like, you know, didn't mean it, all of that and the other thing. There's a confrontation between Veruca and Willow because Veruca is like, hey, I want to. He should be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. You're kind of getting in the way of that. Yeah. Oz ends up killing Veruca and it's just like, you know, I can't. I feel bad for what I did to you, but I can't keep doing what I'm doing. So I need something needs to change. Yeah. So he leaves and he's just like with
1: he's just like I don't know how long I'm going to be gone I gotta figure out how to control this again like he's never addressed any of it it was just "Oh yeah. shit I'm a werewolf like lock me up once a month and then that's that's how we're going to address that I'm not going to yeah. ask any other questions I'm not going to find anybody else that's like me to see like how this is managed or what this really means in the long run like mm. again just could have done so much with that storyline I could have they didn't he leaves and breaks Willow's poor little fucking heart. Yeah. She gets super depressed. She does. And <sighs> some hilarity ensues with
0: that. Because there are a couple episodes where she's upset. And then we get to the episode Something Blue.
1: Where it's at this point everyone's kind of sick of her shit. Yeah. But mind you, though, too. Like, throughout all this, she continues to practice witchcraft and mm-hmm. starts to really 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 get into it and it starts to become stronger without anybody even including herself realize like how much power she's developing yeah until this episode <laughs> so she's trying to do a spell where um
0: she just kind of like manifests anything she says so whatever she says is going to come true Because she's trying to like just make herself feel better. So she wants to be able to say like, okay, I feel better or I don't feel anything anymore. And then she'll be, that'll be true. It ends up happening, but for anything that she says about other people. (laughs) So (laughs) she says something where like to Giles, we're like, well, you don't see anything. Giles ends up blind. Yeah. Buffy has to go try to, like, wrangle Spike. She's just like, you're so obsessed with Spike, why don't you go marry him? Buffy and Spike end up getting engaged. It is <gasps> um, hilarious. She jokes that Xander is a demon magnet. And then oh,
1: any and all surrounding demons are just drawn to Xander. Yeah cause i think that was she was mad that him and ani were starting to kind of become a thing. Yes. Yeah, so hence the low jab. Yeah. It is just
0: it's an all-around hilarious episode because <sighs> G- Blind Giles is one of my <laughs> favorites. <gasps> and Spike and Buffy doing their whole engagement spiel and everyone just being disgusted with it like what the f- Fuck is going on? Like, clearly, something supernatural is at work here, but we don't know what's going on.
1: Uh, like, how she wanted to have like the honeymoon or the ceremony or whatever, like in in the sun. He's uh-huh. just like, that's oh, fine. Yeah. So I just, Mr. Mrs.
0: Messages. pile of dust. <laughs> and um, this is actually where we are reintroduced to I think Dahfren. He is yeah. the kind of like. Main vengeance demon.
1: He's, he's like the boss. Like If I was yeah. going to be a demon. And I had to like work underneath a demon. I'd want to work under DeHoffren.
0: Yeah. He was pretty cool. Yeah. But. So dehoffrin catches wind of this magic that's being done. And he's just like this is like some really creative work. Like this is like wowsers. Like.
1: She's got some talent. Yeah. She's like. So he's trying
0: to recruit her. To be a vengeance demon, and she's like, "No, no, no! I didn't mean it! I didn't mean it! Like, I was just like, I was hurting. Like, I, I don't want this to happen to my friends. Blah, blah, blah." Just like, "Are you, are you sure? Like, this is like some great A stuff. Like, you should really keep going. Like, this <laughs> is like, this is awesome. I support this fully." And she's like, "No, no, no! Undo it! Undo it! Undo it!" And Dolphin's like, "All right, whatever. I guess so." And so he reverses everything that happened, and <laughs> Willow's like,
1: ah, 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 ah. "Just kidding. Yeah. Sorry." Sorry guys. <laughs> So I think doesn't Jaws have like a talking to her about magic again? Like after I think this? so, yeah. Yeah,
0: but um,
1: the episode after that is the episode Hush. Ah, such a good episode. Which is like oh, before we get to, to Hush, though. Uh huh. So it's just kind of her and Buffy and Riley, kind of dating, kind of talking.
0: At this point, before like before Buffy and Riley
1: were dating, but they. Didn't know each other's identities. Right. So uh, eventually after Parker, Riley shows an interest in Buffy way before she shows an interest in him. Yes. So he's, you know, kind of tries to talk to everyone once in a while, like in between class and hits up Willow and like, how can I get into your friend's pants? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they eventually start dating. They don't. Neither one of each other knows about the other's secret identity or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. So. Secret identity. Yeah. So then leading up to the episode, Hush, which is one of my favorites
0: as well. Yes. So at the end of this episode, that's when they actually find out each other's secret identities. But this was an episode that came about because I forget who along the line said that like the only way that Joss, like the only thing that Joss Whedon kind of had going for him was like the scripts that he would write for the show. It was like, that's the only reason that they could be, he could write a good episode is because of the way that he would write scripts. So he was just like, all right, fuck you. I'm going to do an episode where, like, there's no talking. So there's very, very minimal talking in this episode. It's all in the beginning. And um. it's... Essentially, these demons are unleashed upon Sunnydale. They make it so that no one has any voices. So they have to collect seven hearts in order to...
1: Do God knows what. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember either what their endgame was, but... But they're called The Gentlemen. Yes. They're That's creepy as fuck. They are.
0: They're one of my favorite little bads. Not big bads, but little bads. Villains. in Buffy. And so this whole episode, just like hilarity ensues. No one can talk. They
1: have to try to like mime to each other what they're going to be doing. Now when they all wake up, they all, and they end up over at Giles' house because none of them can talk. So try to figure out, like, if it's just them or it's the whole town. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the whole town. And what was it? Uh, the news said it was just, like, this weird outbreak of laryngitis. Yeah. So, like, it's, they're like, ah, oh, sh- shit. It's serious. Yeah.
0: So they have to try to figure out what to do. They end up defeating them. And at the end, that's when... Like I said, Buffy and Riley realize who the other one is. So Buffy and the Scooby Gang know that the Initiative is a thing from Spike. Spike yeah, yeah. So Spike is kind of like, uh, kind of like their hostage, basically. Yeah. And, but the Initiative doesn't know that the Slayer is a thing
1: until. Well, they had like uh, Professor whatever the fuck had mentioned that there was like rumors. Mm-hmm. and myth of it. like they were aware that the slayer is like a they thought she was like a mythical creature that she was yeah. just like they thought rumored. it was kind of
0: like something that demons would tell their little baby demons to kind of like scare them it, right you know oh if you don't behave the slayer's going to get you yeah that kind of thing
1: and they're like oh shit you're a, you're a person you suck in my class no <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> so they realize each other's identity and then they kind of have to cope with that and Riley really has to cope with okay this person that I'm dating is s- way stronger than I am I'm no longer this alpha male person not in the relationship. Really,
1: definitely, is he not this alpha male person and she's like significantly more stronger and kind of more skilled I mean is more skilled because she could do everything and then some without all of like the special gadgets and stuff that he has mm-hmm. but you know she's she was chosen for this. Like, yeah. she's lived it. This is her life. This is what she's literally meant for. Like, she knows so much more than they do. Mm-hmm. Just because of who she is by birth. Yeah.
0: You know? And, like, her thing is to, like, you know, if you find a threat, you got to figure out what it wants, and that's how you can try to stop it. Where they're just like, alright, we're just going to go out and search teams and kill it. It's like, yeah. well, you're not going to try to figure out what the fuck it wants? And they're all like, we don't question the methods here. And they're like, She's like, okay. So, like, their methods don't mesh necessarily. No. And um the initiative and Professor Walsh kind of like they bring Buffy into the initiative a little a little bit like they make her an operative. They're not meshing and Professor Walsh because she's she realizes that Buffy is influencing Riley and thus could influence all the others and Riley is like her Her favorite. Yeah. She's like, okay, if she can influence Riley, she can eventually influence everyone else. We've
1: got to eliminate this threat. And she kind of has like a. uh, Other motives and other like secret. Yeah. Operatives. But yeah, so she's like, hey, we can't have two alpha bitches in this vicinity and you're fucking up my game. So if you could not, that'd be great.
0: So she tries to eliminate the target. And ends up not happening. Riley is led to believe that it did happen. And then Buffy's like, um, your
1: Professor Walsh tried to kill me. The initiative's not good. Which is kind of what they thought this whole time, right? Like, when Spike came out, I was like, hey, you know, I was kidnapped. They got this chip in my fucking head. Like, there's these guys out there. They're awful. They were kind of like, how long have they been here? What exactly is their end game? Yeah. What's going on? Like, we need more information. So they were kind of already, like, on the fence of, like, are you good? Are you not good? Yeah. You know, what, how big is this operative? Like, really?
0: Yeah. And they, uh, Buffy realizes, like, the initiative has a lot of secrets. And she is asking questions, and she realizes that they don't
1: like that. No. It's not something they want. Which, I mean, historically, Buffy's always been the type that, again, like, challenge authority. You know, and kind of, like, go her own way and, and ask those kind of questions. And, yeah, so they kind of, like, affects their relationship mm-hmm. a good bit. But I think mainly just because he can't handle that she's the slayer. Yeah. So, in the meantime, during all this, like, while they have Spike as, I don't know, I guess they're weird, like, fucking hostage or whatever. He starts to slowly realize that he's got maybe some feelings for Buffy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but
0: um, Maggie Walsh has some secrets that end up being the death of her. The initiative um, has like this secret project that they've been working on, and it is this human demon cybernetic computer hybrid named Adam, thing, named Adam. Adam, her creation, kills her. Oh, so sad. So sad. Um, and then that ends up being like
1: the big bad. Yeah. Because he's like so powerful. It's hard to, s- hard to stop. But he's also trying to like... I mean the whole idea was just to create an army of super soldiers essentially. Yes. So like every time they like tagged a bag a demon to bring it in. some of those, depending on what type of demon it was, like parts were harvested for Adam.
0: Yes. And the same thing like... Um Because some of Riley's friends, Forrest was another initiative operative, he ends up dying and he's made into like a super soldier, so he's a part demon hybrid as well, yeah, so that was kind of like the initiative's end game. It turns out it was like they were gonna turn and turn their operatives into human demon
1: cyber like cybernetic hybrids and that's no bueno. But you know, in the meantime, though, you have their relationships kind of like at this weird constant struggle between their dynamics, and um, is it Xander and and all them are kind of just doing their own thing. But you know, Willow finds a group in college that she thinks is for witches and practicing wiccas, and it's just like these dumb bitches that are like, "Let's do a bake sale and like bless yeah. it be." But she meets Tara who is also practicing Wicca, like mm-hmm. legit. A legit one. Um, and they start to, you know, now that Oz has left and she's kind of realized that she needs to get out of like this depression considering that she's fucking up with some serious magic to the point where like, to Hoffren's like, hey, you want a job? Yeah. <laughs> so that was enough for her to be like, ah, oh, shit, I should probably like do something about this. Yeah. Um, so they start to practice you know, magic together and start to learn from each other and mm-hmm. I think Tara had been practicing a little bit longer but starts to quickly realize that, again, Willow is just so powerful. Yeah. Like, she doesn't even, re- again, doesn't even realize, like, the, sh- the amount of power that she has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which kind of helps them defeat Adam, though. just yeah. like Using all of that kind of magic, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, what spell was that that they used? It was,
0: well, we'll, we'll get to that. I'm going to go a little bit more over Willow and Tara. Willow and Tara start developing a friendship. And perhaps a little bit more.
1: Yes. Than a friendship. I didn't like it at first. She I didn't like want to go of Oz.
0: But Oz comes back after a few months. He's found a way to quell uh, keep a lid on the werewolf thing. So like I think when
1: he shows up, it's the full moon, right? It's the full moon, yeah.
0: and he's not wolfed out. And Willow's like, holy shit.
1: But I think this oh was my God. like... Her and Tara aren't officially dating, but it's definitely like... Some she has feelings. heavy feelings are there. Yeah.
0: Tara definitely already has feelings for Willow. Willow is starting to realize... I think I have feelings for Tara.
1: Yeah, which is foreshadowed a little bit in uh, the previous season when Dark Willow... Vampire Willow comes and she's like, I think I might be gay. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm a little gay.
0: (laughs) So, that happens and that's when Oz is like, okay, I really can't, like. I really fucked this up. (laughs) Like, I wish, I wish this could have worked, but I can't can't interfere with what you've got going on because, yeah. Like, you guys freak
1: of each other. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of sets him off a little bit.
0: Yeah, and he's just like, I can't I can't be around you smelling like her because it's just, it's not, I I have some more work on myself and I f- you've got things going on, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to go.
1: Yeah, which is sad. I mean, I think it was, I think like you were saying earlier, though, I think before we even started recording, it's just his decision to leave to try to figure this out and work on himself was a very adult decision. And then coming back to realize that, You know, which I think she says, like, she kind of yells at him which is like, you know, I try to move on. Like, I'm trying to, like, get on with my life and move on from you. And I can't, like, if you're here. Yeah. Like, are we or aren't we? And, like, this just can't. Yeah. Kind of came to that, like, very painful head of, you know, just the realization that this is definitely not going to be a thing anymore. And it can't even almost even be a friendship because it was just too much. Yeah.
0: I think it's, like, a very adult thing that. A lot of people don't realize until much later in life that like, okay, you can't be friends with your ex. Yeah, um, that's just that's. I mean, at least definitely not that soon after. Maybe years, years, years down the line, you could try
1: try, but like, no, it's not something that you can do. But I think like leading, okay, yeah, like leading up to that episode though, I kind of backtrack a bit, um, just because of our quote: "Don't haunt the fear demon." Their um their Halloween episode was frat house yeah. party so and Oz kind of already knows like the guys there because of the band. So, you know, they're decorating this house, you know, they happen to accidentally use an actual symbol for this fear demon. Somebody, yeah. I think it was uh Xander, Xander or Oz like pricks their finger, blood goes onto the symbol fear demon. So, basically everyone's fears come true. Yeah. And um and I feel like A bit of foreshadowing, a little bit. You know, Oz's is is that he can't control his beast. Yeah. And Willow's is that her magic attacks her and gets out of control as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I thought, I don't know, like I said, I think it was just a little bit of good foreshadowing like for both their characters and- Yeah. I don't remember, what was everybody else's fear? I don't remember. Oh, shit. Xander's was that he was invisible, right?
0: Yeah, I think everyone forgot about him. Yeah. And then. Buffy. Was she a vampire? No, that no. was in the first season. I don't know if it was, she was, like, alone or. Cannot remember. No, I don't know. But Maybe we'll remember for the next episode.
1: Do they. K- they eventually. How did Giles get in? He just like hacked his way into the house, right? He
0: chainsawed
1: a door. Yeah, cause because it, all the doors and windows disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. And then Anya never actually got in, but no. she knows
0: something's wrong. Yeah, so that's why she went and grabbed Giles. And I think it's funny that Xander's like, oh, I'll just dress up in something scary. So she comes in a bunny suit. Terrified of bunnies. She is. Which is <laughs> just one of the many reasons I love Anya. But, um, yeah, so this. There's a lot of, in this season, I think there's, like, a lot of foreshadowing, especially with, like, the last episode of this season. But they end up defeating Adam by, there's, like, a, I think both Giles and Willow perform this spell where they take, they take. And Xander. It was all three of them. Well, yeah, but, like, I just mean, like, Giles and use his knowledge of magic and uh willow used her knowledge of magic and they use they take an element of each person giles willow xander and buffy and they use all of those things combined in order to defeat adam because they realize that like buffy alone can't do it willow alone can't do it all that kind of stuff
1: and um so it's a really powerful spell though like yes she basically turns into like this super goddess. Yeah. Which I'm going to ask questions about that about next season. Why they didn't use that spell then.
0: Yeah, that would have been a good one.
1: Yep.
0: Anyways. Anyways, so they use this spell. They defeat Adam. In the last episode of the season, it's kind of like they're dealing with the after effects of the spell, which is like everyone's fucking exhausted. And they all end up kind of like Doing like a waking dream, type of thing, oh, and there's yeah, a lot yeah. of foreshadowing. Is that the cheese one? The cheese guy, yeah. Yeah, I don't wear the cheese. The cheese person, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, um, well, oh my god, what we had mentioned, Faith is no longer in a coma. Faith wakes up from her coma. Oh shit, that was like a huge two or three episode. Yeah, arc. Our bad. Sorry. Faith wakes up from her coma. She vows to get vengeance on Buffy. So the mayor has like a last ditch thing that he was going to use because he's like, he sent her a package. Like, if you're watching this video, that means that I died. Yeah. That the ascension was stopped. But I'm going to send you like a little device that's going to help you kind of like. You'll be fine on your own. Yeah. Like yeah. So it's a bent it's a it's a body switch thing, so she what she does is that she ends up switching bodies with Buffy, so they switch bodies, she destroys the device. Buffy is now in faith's body, faith is in Buffy's faith, which is now Buffy, ends up getting taken away by these like rogue watcher people that are kind of like very shady. they're pretty much like you know we could
1: fucking. Kill ya. Yeah, they're called in for, like, the secret operative, like, we don't really talk about what happened kind of deals. They're,
0: you know, what's the, uh, the waterworks, what do they do? What Waterboarding? No, no, no. I'm like, what? what is, like, what <laughs> code word does the mob use when they're gonna go, like, kill people? They use, they're, they hired for waterworks or for, like, painting houses or something
1: like that. Oh, um, do you do your own... Well, there's one It was like the famous one with Jimmy Hoffa was like, you know, I heard you paint houses and then it's like, yeah, I paint my own. Ha- I paint houses and I also do my own. <sighs> Essentially, like, yeah, I'll kill them. And it, basically what it means, like, I'll kill them and I'll clean up the mess. Like I'll dispose of the body. Yeah.
0: So that's that's what these watcher people are for. So Buffy realizes that she's kind of like she could end up dying. So she tries to do whatever she can to get away. They eventually end up switching back. In the meantime, though. Woo! Yeah. Ooh. um, Faith wreaks a lot of havoc. As Faith does. In her wake. as um, up, her and Buffy's body, she flirts with Spike, and that's kind of like where Spike gets his... Probably one of the final nails in the coffin of like, yep, got the hots for Buffy. Mm-hmm.
1: Wasn't that the one? Oh, that was one that Megan, thanks Megan, had sent us a screenshot of that whole spiel mm-hmm. that was like, this is for kids? Oh, yeah. Or ride you at a gallop until um, your legs buckle and something yeah. about you pop like warm champagne. And I it was dirty. Very. It was hot. He's just like. Dirty. Yeah, he's just like trying to keep it together, but you can tell he's just like, can you now? Yeah,
0: yeah, ha <laughs> ha.
1: Like right now? Yeah. Like-
0: <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> she sleeps with Riley.
0: She sleeps with Riley. Puffy naturally has some issues, but you can't be too mad at Riley, because it still looked and sounded like Buffy. I guess her
1: thing was just like, uh, didn't he mention something about like, oh, I should have known when he started biting me or something like that. Yeah, but
0: like that's Faith also realizes her intimacy issues because Riley is trying to make love, not just fuck. Yeah, and she's just like, oh fuck, I gotta get, I gotta
1: get out of here. So feelings.
0: (laughs) Faith is trying to make her escape, buying like plane train tickets out out of there. Big showdown between. Buffy and Faith, they end up switching
1: the bodies back. Faith goes to jail. You'd have to watch an episode of Angel to figure that out. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry back about that. Yeah, that was like a whole... Yeah, so there's... We missed.
0: The last episode, they are... The, the consequences of the spell, because they awoke something primal.
1: It's the first Slayer.
0: Yeah. The first Slayer, which you realize, you've learned more about the first Slayer in the last season of Buffy. But um, they go through each person's subconscious, and there's a lot of different foreshadows, foreshadowing events they foreshadow something that happens in the next season, which we won't mention until the next season. Yeah. With uh, Buffy's family. Yeah. Um. But Faith shows up in Buffy's dream. Spike shows up in Giles' dream as, like, his son. Yeah. Which is, like, a funny <laughs> thing. But it's just, like, it's, like, a very trippy episode. And there's this cheese guy. Did
1: they ever explain the cheese guy? Or was that just, like... They th- never do.
0: Alright. I think that's just the random one of the random things that ends up happening. Because it's a dream. Yeah.
1: But they all share the cheese guy. Yep.
0: It was in every, every person's dream.
1: No. It was just shitty sliced American cheese.
0: Yep. Huh. Like Velveeta slices or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like I, I really liked that episode because like, there's like Tara's in there. Um, Faith spike other things they mention a lot of like things so if you can like i like watching that episode a
1: lot just to see like what they foreshadowed i I feel like i kind of want to watch it just just that alone like when i get home just to like watching the season so many times and stuff like that just to pick up on like new things each time you watch it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but i don't i know a lot happens right like you have a lot of relationships that Started and ended, like everyone learns new things about themselves, you know, now that they are adults and kind of where they want their life to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Giles opens the magic shop, or is that next season? Next I just season. like my bad. He eventually opens the magic shop,
0: yeah. So, right now, they, the place where everyone gathers is
1: Giles' house. I really like his apartment,
0: yeah. His, his apartment it's is cute. very nice, really cute, and so that's kind of like gathering place right now in, in place of the the library. Yeah. Um but yeah so that's like they you get a glimpse into like everyone's kind of transitionary periods. Yeah. So Buffy's transitioning into being a college student but also still the slayer kind of still sort of needs like feels like she doesn't quite need Giles as much, but definitely turns out she does. really definitely does. Giles feeling like he is without a slayer and without anyone to guide him. He's kind of feeling like, okay, maybe I should start like ducking out of the picture. And Willow's coming more into her power. She's starting to realize that she might have feelings for another woman. Xander is
1: floundering, still trying to figure it out. Floundering,
0: but he's starting a new relationship with an ex-demon Spike, has the chip, so he has to realize that
1: he kind of is sort of like a good guy now, but like maybe not a bad guy. He I feel like he basically just wants to figure out how he can still fight and be a badass. Yeah. And I, Lisa starts to realize that like he has feelings for Buffy, which mm-hmm. he's like, nah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's in a transitionary period. And then also Riley. So at the end of the season, the initiative is no longer a thing. He's no longer a soldier. He's no longer being fed the super secret initiative, super soldier drugs. Oh, yeah. So he's just a regular Joe. He's a regular Joe Schmo kind of guy. And he has to come to terms with that. So I feel like a lot of people are, like, realizing the kind of people that they're going to become.
1: Yeah. I think the kind of people that they're going to become, they're... You said, like, intimacy issues, their strengths, or weaknesses, mm-hmm. and, like, what they need to work on. But I think, you know, even more so, like, without the initiative, like, there's still that huge power dynamic and issue between her and Riley. And mm-hmm. the fact that, like, Riley's just an average guy, right? Like, it was kind of weird that he was in this initiative thing and he knew about demons and stuff. So that was, like, quirky. But at the end of the day, like, he had, he's just a guy. Yeah. He sh- and I think she had an issue with that too of just constantly feeling like he's in the way or she needs to protect him and yeah. you know let me handle it and throughout this again like Spike is figuring out what the fuck to do now that he has this chip in his head mm-hmm. um, you know can't stand Harmony realizes that he's in love with her so now he's like tr- almost trying to find ways to like purposely if he's not kidnapped by them like being around Yeah, and finds out that Riley has this dirty dirty secret that he like that is Riley? or is that next season uh,
0: a lot of that is next season so I like
1: forget spike doesn't <laughs> that this is dragged out in between two yeah. seasons i'm thinking this ends like
0: no spike I doesn't sorry. fully fully realize that he's in love with buffy until the next season really right you really and then riley doesn't have that dirty dirty secret until the next really? season really
1: really fuck all right shit yeah. Yeah. No, you're right because it ends. I know, know yeah. I'm right. Shut. <laughs> Shut. I am just talking out loud. You, goddamn. I wow. I love you. I love you. For whatever reason, I thought that whole story arc ended in one season. I don't know why. Because so much happens in season five. A lot. That has nothing to do. Yeah. With him. Season five is my fir- My favorite. At, f- at first, I started to hate season six, like the first several episodes, and then I really like it. It's dark. It's dark, but it's a good season. There are a lot of good episodes in season six. Okay. So my bad. I got way ahead of myself because I was thinking of like the main thing that happens, things in season five mm-hmm. that I forgot for maybe a quarter of season five, that stuff carries over. We'll get you. My bad.
0: There's a lot of things to unpack in season five. We have to try to be economic. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Um, so, yeah. Season five. Next time on our Buffy episodes. Yeah. This was season four. Um, Quite a good season, I think. It's start really starting to keep picking up speed and momentum and all that kind of stuff. And Character
1: development continues.
0: Yes. yes. And bonus, there's more Spike. So. <laughs> so hot. Yep. I don't know if James Marsters became a series regular in this season or next season. I think it's this season.
1: Yeah. I want to say again, like, kind of yeah. like Ani, It was, like, towards, like, yeah the end. Yeah.
0: But yeah. So, next episode, we'll be discussing season five. And if you like our vibe, Please like and subscribe. Yeah. All of our social medias will be linked in the description box down below. Oh, see you next episode. Next episode. That's it. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.